Welcome once again to a special edition of the podcast where Shohan decides to go on a voyage across the great land of Montreal, talking to very unique and interesting people. <laughs> and <laughs> he ends up making a fool of himself most of the time, probably. <laughs> so today, unfortunately, there is no co-host known as Manji. Instead, we have a great, amazing guest. You, you merely get a guest. You merely time. get a guest. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Not merely a guest, but a guest of great... A humble guest. A humble guest. <laughs> All right. Well, here, let me introduce you guys to Leo. Hello. So Leo here is, uh, is, is a great friend of ours, uh, both me and Manji. And I think, uh, I guess you know Manji like longer than me. I had. Yes. So you're more his friend, if anything, but then yeah. we were well, friends as but well. But I, I think we've spent more time together than yeah. Manji. We're actually getting married next month. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the relationship has, has taken some steps. <laughs> Just a joke, guys. But um, yeah, so right now I've decided, you know what, hey, Let's get on with that little uh, project of mine where I wanted to go and talk to people, you know, different topics, you know, since it's not about the same, you know, main usual talk of me and Manji have. So I was like, hey, let me get Leo in here and let's talk about something, you know, pretty nerdy. Yeah. You know, let's get into this nerdiness yeah. that we talk about. So Leo and I actually, we share some hobbies together, you know, they're not things sketchy. So guys, don't worry. You know, we're, <laughs> we're not doing anything illegal yet <laughs> but uh we do have this fascination with toys you yeah. could say little plastic toys yeah sex toys now <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll let leo take over here so leo what, what what do i mean by plastic toys so how do we how do we start this it's a, it's a basically <laughs> it's a, yeah it's like what do you mean by plastic toys um but they're basically little army men, but like for for adults. Because I say this for adults because they're really expensive. Yes, I don't. And think they're a child really fragile. Can, a child you, can't buy that with you his lunch money. Right, you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't buy those. You wouldn't buy these at Toys R Us or something, right? So yeah, and they're and they're quite delicate as well most of the time. And uh, right, we're adults mostly. <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly. But the fact that we buy toys, but yeah, we, as adults, we is... can afford them. The, the important thing is we can afford them. We can afford to play with them. Uh, we're talking about Warhammer specifically. Yeah, we should have mentioned that. Yeah, <laughs> should have led with that. But or AKA, it's also known within the community as plastic crack. Plastic crack. It's a very. There's a very good reason for it. If you guys didn't know or never heard that before, you just search it up, and you will. Definitely see results for Warhammer. Yeah. Or else it's something probably known Early. as plastic crack. Yeah. So don't don't go into that. It's it's <laughs> it's very it holds a very special place in my heart because I've always liked the physicality of like uh, military stuff. And mm. Warhammer does a very good job of satisfying that itch. Yes, there I mean there is something like it's same here, honestly. I think you just spoke out my own words here because essentially like I love history. I love like all the like the military battles and a lot of historical battles that took place. And honestly, there are games for that. Warhammer is obviously not real. It's it's a bit of a fantasy. Yeah. So it's not showcasing our historical battles. There are other games like uh, was it uh, Caesar or something? I oh, the, they've got plenty. There's there's stuff the from uh, all all eras. Yeah. All, got, all, all hail Caesar! I think that was what the all, game. Oh really? <laughs> all hail Caesar! I think or there was like a few other companies that do it. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. It, but essentially, Warhammer is, is like Leo mentioned, like it's like kind of like scratching that itch for just visually being able to see 
battles taking place like something that you if you were ever someone who would play rts games like age of empires yeah. or like civ or i don't know like starcraft or something like that and you just thought like hey what if this happened in real life but not really in real life just like <laughs> i could control it still like you know yeah so that's where these plastic soldiers come into place where everything is miniaturized and it's to a point where it's not only just plastic soldiers that mind you have to buy Put together, glue together. You have to assemble them. You have to paint them, and you have to. Yes. Uh, but by the time you've painted some of them, you're you, you'll start thinking about them. By the time you start playing with them, yeah, they'll start having stories about them. They yes. start accomplishing things. Your imagination <laughs> just goes wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you accomplish things like yeah, and, toy soldiers. Yeah, and, yeah, it's, but you, the fact you can put them into like miniaturized environments is even more cool about that. Like, for example, we, me and Leo, we often sometimes visit this um, hobby shop we go to. I mean, I'll, I'll say the name. It's called Abyss. If people are like, you have gone there before, go to go Abyss it Game Store. It's the greatest place in definitely the world. Definitely check it out. It's like in Jean-Talon-Est or whatever. Jean-Talon. Near yeah. Saint-Michel, somewhere around yeah. that area. But they got a new place to renovate it. It's, it's a honestly, board game cafe at this point. It is. Even if you don't buy Warhammer, you can play Magic there. You can play poke. You can play any card games. You can buy think yourself of. a beer while you're at it. Yeah, you can eat there. You, you can you can play all sorts of board games. You can. It's it's just the greatest place in the and world. And we're not being sponsored by. Them, we're but not. Anyway. I, like I wish, <laughs> but like seriously though, it's a you. It's a great like yeah. a haven, you know. It's yeah, a haven yeah, yeah. for game lovers and like miniature lovers, I think. Pretty much, yeah. just in general, also for Magic players too, because it's it's big uh, first of all, and they have a whole basement where you could. Oh, yeah. So that's where my main point was going. They have a basement just full of tables. Okay, when I say tables, there the tables are full of like miniature houses, castles. They've got uh, props, like you can props, use. forests, trees, rocks, yeah. dead people. I don't know corpses, <laughs> fences. Bloodied, um, I don't know, shooting ranges. I don't yeah. know, whatever you want to They got call catapults. It. You can put like medieval catapults in your Warhammer games. Great. They got it, everything. <laughs> and you can also buy that like on the miniature shops and stuff. But there's something magical about playing with toys like as if you were kids, <laughs> but putting them in an environment where you don't really have to imagine it, yeah. where it's there. Like, yeah. And that's how like Warhammer itself, the game, plays out too, like where you could do these things like have goals ambitions whether it be killing the other the opponent's army or you can finishing a mission or doing some kind of like rescue thing but the environment can also play a factor in that where like you're hiding under a tree yeah you get defense from that you get cover for that you know you go walk over magma or something well you're gonna get hurt from that (laughs) you could possibly die from walking on manga uh, magma or if you're out in the open and someone's trying to shoot you, well, you're going to get shot. Like, there's nothing blocking you're, that way. It's, it's RTS games, but, like, in real life, right? Exactly. And it's, you, and just, uh, you, and you and you get to play out. The, the, the part I like the most is explaining, like, okay, well, how did these two armies meet? Like, why <laughs> are we fighting? And coming up with, like, Coming up with scenarios. Oh, okay. Well, this uh, these guys are here for that, and then and then you start developing and that, and you develop stories and you develop scenarios, and it, it's it gets exciting to think about. It. And it's not just and it's not just little toy plastic soldiers, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's so and so fighting for some other thing, and it, it 
it, it sparks it it, it inspires i think it, it sparks my imagination anyways yeah yeah definitely those two i think and it, it it does come to a point where you wonder like oh for new players how do you how does someone get into this like if they know nothing about it first of all and this is something i want to bring up later about uh, role-playing games and stuff like that like D and stuff where your imagination does take a factor into this yeah. where it is you know as at first glance it is a bunch of toys it's plastic miniatures and they don't move they don't have light up features they don't make sounds they don't go like oh attack you know like you know they go they don't go pew pew you know you yeah. have to make that with your own mouth unfortunately yeah. <laughs> and you're allowed to it's not like <laughs> you're, you're, you're come being, on we're adults playing with plastic toys we're allowed to do that you're allowed to, you're allowed for a few pew pews you know exactly you leave your wife and kids for a few hours you know you're allowed to do that stuff pretty much so yeah, like it's you do need to bring some imagination into it, and it and it's a very, it's a very creative process as well, where you come into this kind of environment where you you use your imagination, you use like you you could use preset rules, preset books, like already things that help you kind of get you into the mood, and that's what the, what Leo was talking about, like how there are rules, there are like games, there are scenarios that you can buy and or lend or whatever from like the companies that build these miniatures. And they provide you with a way to get started in case you don't know where, if in case you're like, oh, what the fuck do I do, right? Mm -hmm. So that's way like to kind of like start giving you a little warm up in your head to like get into it. And then that's where you could let your imagination run wild, make stories and, you know, characters, names, and then make like backstories about each character. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's what's yeah. amazing I like about the miniatures as well, where you can buy miniatures, you can paint them however you want, you can build them the way you want, yeah. as long as it makes sense, I guess. And then kind of give them, you know, like a story. Like, yeah. why are they there? How do they come to be here? I, I like to believe that it doesn't even need to make sense. No. You, you just need to have fun with it. Oh, yeah. And it's, I at, at that, that that's why I might diverge from some other Warhammer people. Like, I don't, I don't really lean into too much. Like, I feel like sometimes people that play Warhammer, they, they revere lore as, as holy scripture. Oh yeah. And I, I'm and, one of those people. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's all right to do that. It's all right to do that. But I have more fun. I have more fun when, when I get to diverge mm. and then we get to think about something else because it's ultimately, I feel Warhammer is something that evolves over time. Okay. And, and I feel like sometimes there could be parts of the lore that maybe an author just included as sort of a, he didn't think too hard about it. Yeah. He's kind of like, Hey, and I need to finish the story. Yeah. Just he's trying to in. think he's just, he's just trying to get through the story and he adds a detail and all of a sudden people are, people, people, people go stick, crazy about it. They go crazy about it. And, yeah. and, and that kind of, and yeah. when it's something that you don't entirely like, mm. it gets a little, it, it gets it gets a little it makes it a little more uninteresting mm -hmm. so sometimes I just at least in my head like I have my own head cannon about stuff yeah yeah that I don't, yeah but like and so just it, a small sorry I didn't mean to interrupt her but like just a small like into what you were just mentioning is that Leo was talking about a lot of books and stuff that like especially for Warhammer if you for example how Lord of the Rings has like you know many books Middle Earth written by Tolkien Narnia has books D&D has books like a for example what's that series called the um Broken, not Broken Realm, sorry. Um, the, the, oh, fuck, what's it called? Uh, Waterdeep? Huh, sorry? They've got, there's plenty of They have of plenty books, of yeah. Forgotten Realms, I think that's what it was. It's right, like a, yeah, from yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. 70s or the 60s. Yeah. Uh, or the 80s, I think. Something like and that. And then there's also the Wheel of Time that's technically based off D&D, yeah. I think, too. 
Uh, then they have the DNA. In any case, what I'm saying is that Warhammer also has a book series, like a fictional world. Yeah, actual like novels. F- actual yeah. novels. And the thing is that when people come to me, it's like, oh, how do I, I've heard about Warhammer like on YouTube or whatever, but how do I start reading about it? It can get confusing because there are so many books. And the reason for that is that they have their own publishing company called Black Library, which literally is just full of Warhammer books. Yeah. Just Warhammer books. Can you imagine a whole publishing company just dedicated to Warhammer uh, content? Yeah, they got some pretty big authors there, apparently. They do. They yeah. do. And one of them, like, very famous. I, I don't know if he's, what else? He's, he's done my, maybe some Star Wars stuff, but, like, Dan Abnett. And yeah, stuff. yeah. But uh, anyway, so I don't want to get too sidetracked, but we can bring this up a bit later. But essentially what Leo's mentioning, like there are, there is a canon to like Warhammer lore, like stories and stuff. Like there are official versions of what happens, what's supposed to happen, what these like alien races or characters are supposed to be. Actually, we didn't even talk about Warhammer is, right? We should, mention, we should talk about that. Well, yeah, we should do that <laughs> but, as well. But uh, essentially the stories have uh, like a basis already and there have been even delved into by authors because they need stories to yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, they need yeah, to yeah. fill the pages. But and then there are some people like Leo mentioned is that that treat it like holy scripture. They're like, this is the way it must be. This is the way I must play my game. Yeah. This is the way I must paint my miniatures yeah. that I spent two hundred dollars on. You know, yeah. like this is complete. But that's not always the way. You could find your way around it. Like you could make female space marines, I, for example. I guess my I, yeah, I don't I don't want to I don't want to rant about that. No, maybe no, no, of course. Maybe, maybe I will. <laughs> Another day. Maybe I will. But it's my point is. Don't let, don't let, don't let people on Reddit dictate how you play your game. Oh yes. What matters is finding someone that's willing to play your game with you, mm-hmm. or even to hell with that. You know, <laughs> reality is we don't necessarily have time or the energy to play every single week. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times, a lot of the times, the interactions. I have with the hobby is just looking stuff up, looking at the models themselves. Which are great to look at. Yeah, and they're great to look at. And that's another point um, we can get in, in, into later about the, the quality of the models. This is where the nerdiness but, comes in. Yeah. I feel like, imagine someone staring at plastic models. Yeah, exactly. I have, I, have a, uh, <laughs> I have a Warmaster Titan. Oh, beautiful model. I have a Warmaster Titan on my desk. Yes. And it's been there since I built Unpainted, it. Unpainted, I imagine. Unpainted. It's still beautiful. It is a beautiful <laughs> model, and I, it and I love it to death. Compli- it's such a complicated miniature so as well. so much detail, and it's just it's exquisite. Just, just to let is. you people know what why we're so astounded by something like this, is that because in the lore, the essentially the Warmaster Titan is known as a god engine. Yeah. A titan is a god it's, engine in Warhammer, meaning it's a machinery, or it's essentially a mecha. You know, it's a big robot. That is the size of mountains. Yeah. They're they're immense and their only goal in life, the reason they exist, is to destroy. Yeah. To kill things. They are literally gods that walk upon the earth. Yeah. It's and I'm not being like I'm not exaggerating. That's what they are if you read books. If you read the Warhammer books. They are they are not just a machines meant to be controlled. They are entities that need to be 
subdued, and even then, it's temporary. Oh yeah, it, and the reason they look so complicated as well is that there are hundreds. Technically, there are hundreds of people working within this machine. Yes, and there, there's so many compartments. There's p- places I'm assuming people sleep in. There's you know like there's, I mean, there's laboratories. There's the, a kitchen probably. probably. <laughs> there's a place where they can die. I mean, you know, these like, are these are mechanics, so yeah, they, oh, they not, don't really need all. They that. might not need all that, or, or if they do, they have like. <laughs> <laughs> stations. They have an oiling station. Yeah, they don't have a washroom. They have like maintenance stations or something. Yeah. yeah. But, but the point was, I think, <laughs> the point was, I think, enjoy the hobby the way you want it. Exactly. And don't let anybody else get in your way. Do check out what, like, search up on Google what a Warmaster Titan looks like. Oh, man. Oh. Beautiful. <laughs> oh. Amazing. I'm not even kidding. It's this, yeah, it's this Warhammer models. And what I wanted to say about Warhammer models. Yeah. I genuinely can't find another company that makes them the way they are. Citadel, well, like, like uh, what the fuck is it? The did you just this is Warhammer, right? What what's Warhammer? Games Workshop. Yeah, yeah. The way that they don't Games Workshop does it in a way that nobody else can or nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Wherever you look, they're just not the same. It, it just seems like every. Every model that I look at, every Warhammer model that I look at, mm-hmm. it's so it's so fun to look at. Yeah. It's so fun to witness. It's like you look at the There's squads. like a little joy that yeah. comes out of you. Even you even just... armies that you don't necessarily play, like at least mm-hmm. for me, like armies that I don't necessarily play, I'm like, wow. Like the squats, right? Mm-hmm. Which is it's an amazing. army that just they're, came they're, out. Yeah, it's new a new army that just came out. I was just throwing the window for you. And they were just, they're just so fun to look at. They're so unique. There's so much character to every, you can look at the theme, the overarching themes that this, this faction represents, what they, what they have, what they don't have. And it's, I I feel like a lot of other companies, they don't do that. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not that they're bad models, but it's just, it doesn't inspire the oh my god I need that right now or I'm going yeah, to die. Yeah, and that's a that's why we call this plastic crack. Yeah, because we all have that. It, it's need. not it's a like, desi- oh my god I need that I will yeah, sell my kidneys exactly. to get this plastic toy. It, it's, it's not like oh <laughs> that's, that's a nice model. It's like no I I need the chaos. I need the chaos night. Dude, it's not it's, even an exaggeration that no, you, we have serious. this feeling. I've, I, <laughs> I have actively went out of my way to sell old models that I no longer sort of, or that mm. I never really loved in exchange <laughs> just to get enough credits to buy, <laughs> just to buy a, a Chaos Knight. Oh my God. It's just. Wait, did you end up getting one? Uh, No, I, just, I only have like. I only have, have the, the I barely knight. have an, I barely have enough credits to, 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 uh, to get okay, one because yeah. uh, like a chaos knight the new one then costs what two hundred bucks two hundred fifty oh it's almost like that it's like one hundred and eighty bucks so all the big models yeah, are like so um, I'm waiting for um I'm waiting for November by the way when I say big model I mean like it's what uh, six inches oh, tall oh yeah they can get they can go up to like what, that? what? Two, like they, ten inches I guess ten yeah, inches tall they they don't they don't get any they try not to get any bigger than mm. that there are models that look that are like size of a small watermelon maybe <laughs> but those are like unaffordable like, for most people yeah those you actually have to sell some kidneys for <laughs> um, or you have to forget about paying for your child's oh, like, yeah, it's between, education it's between paying rent and getting one of those <laughs> that's, that's what every person who plays Warhammer <laughs> that's what's going on their mind it's like they're, <laughs> they're don't, should don't, I 
use this money for living costs? Or <laughs> you want to eat dinner tonight? Or do you want to save some money so you can buy that actual Titan? Uh, I hate, you know what? No matter how much I have fun I have like with Warhammer and how much, like eventually if I have kids, I want them to play Warhammer with me and stuff. Like I can't, I can't help hate the fact, like if I grew up and my dad's forcing me to <laughs> buy and You're play plastic toys with him, hate you know, it. I'd probably start hating it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, again, another family games night. Can't Are we, force can we your please children. play Pano Monopoly, you dad? Can't it's like, no, we're playing 40K. We're playing a Nephilim. <laughs> I'm going to annihilate you. expansion. I'm going to annihilate those space marines of yours. <laughs> But dad, I don't even like space marines. <laughs> Take them! Destroy! Die. Blood for the blood god! <laughs> so actually, I think we've been talking for a while just about Warhammer, just fanning out about it. But we, I think we should start, like, give a look, a quick explanation as to what it is. So, like, in general, like, if people already know what D&D &D is, so Dungeons and Dragons or Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh!, whatever you want to call it. Um, like whatever you're into or you were into once, Warhammer is like another kind of thing like that, right? It's another world. It's another fictional world created by these guys who were jealous that D&D &D was hopping off in the 1970s. And there were, there were these two British guys who were like, fuck, we need to do something pretty cool, but something rock and roll. And they really went on the rock and roll thing for a bit. So they created this thing called Warhammer. Or I think they started off with Warhammer Quest or something like that. Something like that. Something at first like that. And I think they first started off with the fantasy version, which yeah, is like a sword and shield, fantasy. elves, dwarves, goblins, dragons. Pure all classic fantasy stuff. Pure classic fantasy. And then I think a couple of years later, they came up with Warhammer 40,000, which is... I think it started off as Rogue Trader. Rogue Trader, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So essentially, what the it's main difference is that they, uh, it's, it's, it's the future. It's, it, when, it, when it's called Warhammer 40,000, it's meant as the 40th millennium, as we are now in the 20th millennium. Is that no? What are we now? We are with twenty first. Twenty first century. Twenty first century, which is the twenty twentieth millennium. I don't know what this would. Second yeah. millennium. Second millennium. Yes, that yeah. that makes sense. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, Actually, I think starting with explaining Rogue Trader can make can um can help out. Okay. Can help can help can help can help explain the rest of forty k. Yeah. Good. So the idea behind Rogue Trader is that again, Rogue Trader came these, out in like the nineteen eighties. Yeah, think, right? it's this old stuff. Very old stuff. The, the idea goes that a Rogue Trader is essentially a trader. That was issued... Uh, trader as in T-R-A-D-E-R. -E yeah, a like person trade. that trades stuff. Already fun stuff. I want to be a yeah. merchant. <laughs> Basically. They go around the galaxy and they find, they discover, they discover new places. They... They, they 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 talk with aliens and stuff. And mm. they basically... Uh, imagine pirates, but... In space. But legit. Legit, but Not, in space. Like, yeah, like privateers, sort of. Mm -hmm. But in space. Yeah, and there's an entire galaxy. There's different races. There's different, uh, different factions that you have to deal with, and there's, mm. and yeah, and, uh, and basically from the the idea of being a rogue trader evolved the entire universe of Warhammer Forty Thousand, mm -hmm. which is basically okay. What the, what does the rest of the galaxy look like? Who are you? What do you belong? Which planet do you belong to? Yeah, and which and which what faction you, does your planet belong to? And what race are you? Yeah, which race are you? Are you human? What yeah. is? It? Why are you? Why is your uh, is your entire green? crew human? Like, do you? Is right? It's like, and, it, it, <laughs> and that is a very and the funny thing in Warhammer. It's a very weird question to say, like whether you, it's it's very hard to recognize if someone is human or not because it can go so far. 
Oh yeah. There are so many extremes to what a human could be <laughs> in Warhammer. <laughs> Cuz the future is that bright. <laughs> yeah. It, it gets it gets weird and it gets really funny and it gets really extreme. But uh yeah, essentially uh, ex- oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but uh essentially uh by the way, you want to move your seat back or anything? That's fine. All right. Should I get comfy here? Yeah. But um yeah, so essentially from Rook Trader, I think they ended up I think and they those were miniatures, right? You could play with Yeah, it's basically like you get little ships. Basically maybe. a D game. D and D game, like you have your characters yeah. and like you said, make some like stories about them, say like traveling from planet to planet. Yeah. Um which is honestly honestly sounds really fun. I I, I kind of look play up. It. Uh, I have a friend that has a rogue. I think he has a rogue. Yeah, he's a rogue trader set. Really? He has a wow. one of the light, later prints. Ooh. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> that's where I got the uh, dark the books. heresy books. Yeah, I wanted to talk about those actually, yeah. but uh, we'll come out, come into it in a bit. But um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so then after uh, Rogue Trader. I think then Warhammer 40K started being a thing. Well, it's called 40K, but 40,000, the whole name. Yeah. And what's amazing about this kind of universe, again, I'm we, we're actually focusing more on 40K because that's kind of the game we mostly play. Yep. Fantasy being dead and then reborn as something else right now, which is, you know, we could bring a that up. A whole other story. A whole other story <laughs> right now. But 40K being the most popular, and it is actually the most popular miniatures game that Games Workshop has right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so 40K becomes a thing, and you start making, instead of the the normal, what uh, what do you call the um, Rogue Trader was, where you play with a bunch of little characters, uh, you can now field many characters with armies, Literally soldiers, armies. machinery, tanks, yes. whatever, horses, whatever the hell you want, but in space. Yeah. <laughs> and you have many factions, and uh, one thing for sure is, uh, for people to understand what we're saying, is that if you know what StarCraft is, imagine, StarCraft was what Warhammer was supposed to be. Or no, StarCraft was supposed to be what Warhammer is. Yeah. Basically because... Warhammer back then the the was it Blizzard or whoever yeah, was that Bl- was that yeah. came to Games Workshop for the IP and all that yeah. like hey we want to make a Warhammer game like a Warhammer 40k game basically and Games Workshop being the dicks they were back then were like no and there might have been other reasons but of course they're like no we're no, we don't like this but Blizzard or whoever were like no we still really want to play this game or maybe yeah. they've already started making the game so they're like shit so we can't really just scrap this they re- they kept making it that's where and that's World wh- of Warcraft and Starcraft came from exactly and that's what how you know these games to be so Games Workshop missed out big time because uh, who knows who knows Warhammer more than uh, <laughs> Starcraft and World of Warcraft you know <laughs> they're basically perfect analogs of each other exactly and starcraft is a great game but again like a lot of for example if i was to just kind of correlate what starcraft is to warhammer in starcraft you could play as zergs marines uh or terrans or whatever and Uh, then uh what is it what the the fuck were they called the the yellow people what are they called they're like prisms (laughs) oh my god i completely forgot Fuck it. Well, you know that third race, whatever yeah, they're called. The, 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 the kind of the pyros, the pyrex, the pyr, pyr, no, pyr, no, oh my god, the dude, pyrethians. Hold, no, no, hold on, dude, hold on. The hold ones on. with the triangle heads. Yeah, that's what I'm. Hold on. Mm, well, spiritual oh, and shit. What the fuck were they called? Holy shit! Why? Why can't I think? Okay, of, you keep finding that. You got, you got, you got Earth. You've got the Zerg, and you've got the. This is painful for everyone. It's Protoss. Fine. Protoss. Oh exactly. my god! What kind of name you got is the that? Terrans, the Zerg, and the Protoss. Terrans. Okay, I was on. I was on the money for well, that. Yeah. But I loved. I loved playing Zergs when I was playing the first game. But um. Oh my god! So essentially, what they each are. So I would, 
associate with, like, for example, Zergs with Turnids in Warhammer, which are essentially the same thing, yeah. except Turnids, I think, are a bit more fucked up in they're, some more, ways. they're more massive I think they're more massive they're bigger yeah. and they just they're just well, more the con- deadly the concept of the tyranid is more it's scary it's more it's a little scarier but I've 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 seen people talk about uh, the zerg and how like stupidly quickly they adapt to stuff mm. more so than the tyranids which is why they in were own, most likely inspired by the tyranids in, in their own respective lores but the, the idea between the tyranids was always like the ones you see now, that's like just the beginning. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we don't know in the current lore right now, Turnids are actually the deadliest force out there. Yeah. Like they could end up winning Warhammer because of we how little we know about they're them. They're just they're just they just eat and they just eat and they every time they pop up they don't just pop up like yeah they don't they don't just they don't appear. ever lose they that's they, a they thing. just they just come and they devour Worlds. everything. They this they devour organi- all organic life on yeah. worlds on planets essentially. So when they win, like if they beat whatever is in a planet, they eat them up. The planet is devoid of life afterwards when they leave. Pretty much, which is a very th- crazy thing. And they're they're the way they they the process into which they take over planets and stuff is actually very interesting. But we'll save that for another time because yeah, we could talk have about to, it in another podcast. We can yeah. make other episodes uh, about them. Yeah. But um, okay, so to keep going on that line, so Zergs are Turnids. Then we have the Terrans. Terrans are essentially what the Imperium is. Yeah. And the if humans. You, the Marines who you, who you have in the Terrans army are literally space Marines. Yeah. In Warhammer. Yeah. As simple as that. <laughs> Except they're not just normal human beings in these big armor suits. They're actually a highly advanced nine foot t- like seven or eight feet tall They're like superhumans genetically, genetically modified, modified super soldiers exactly. and stuff like that you could even argue that they were the original or something like that <laughs> at, at this point at this point the space marine is a trope <laughs> it is a trope and it, it is so overdone that it's kind of hard to see them as anything it's difficult in the basic I, I form admit, of what it is i admit that it's hard to love them too much even though i still own a lot of space marines yeah it's 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 yeah i don't not i don't, to, I don't blame people loving them because they are pretty cool yeah and they have such dark stories that it's well, just what makes them interesting is the backstories yeah is all of the cuz it's not just like humans in yeah. suits right they're not they're not just guys that are they're not just super soldiers in suits they're mm-hmm. like what I, they're what like I, brainwashed children. They, they like been, they're seven, indoctrinated. Eight, they're exactly. indoctrinated and they have to follow these various, a very specific regimen. they've been like surgically altered to essentially grow, like artificially grown muscular, like muscular growth and everything. Just grown to be these eight feet tall yeah. super soldiers that just kill for the emperor. Yeah. They're, and I think what does make them more interesting is all of the, well, there's the entire Horus Heresy, which is which yeah. describes how how uh, how the Imperium got to where it is today. Yeah. In the 41st millennium. Yes. Uh, why is it so fucked up? <laughs> that's the entire. That's the entire. The Horus Heresy is the entire f- history of that. Oh yeah. It actually. It actually, in my own perspective, that the Horus Heresy actually makes Space Marines is what makes them interesting. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's just like. Yeah, it's okay, like what's about like, yeah, whatever, right? But Saviors if you know, of humanity. But if uh, you talk about okay, well, half of them, half of them betrayed the Imperium, half of them, the other half were were slaughtered almost literally to a man, mm-hmm. and since then the galaxy's never been the same. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, let me let me learn more about that, and then you learn about 
cultural differences. You know, not all space marines are created equal. And they're not all from Earth either. They're not all from Earth. They're Some of them are from Earth. Some of them are. A yeah. lot of them aren't. And, you know, there's... And then you get into the entire... Well, you now that you know that, like, space marines... You know about all this. Don't make up your own mind. What mm-hmm. what would you what what is your own chapter like? And those are considered quote unquote good guys of the universe sometimes. Yeah. Even well, though technically in Warhammer there are no good guys because the Imperium is a massive fascist, <laughs> like authoritarian ethno state. Yes, if you <laughs> put you it saying? that way, it's pretty horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's but, like were the Nazis just as bad? But no, it's but, like but, kind of the same thing. But you know? at the same time you kind of don't have any other choice mm-hmm. because the universe hates you. Yeah. And you either, and you either follow along with the fascists or you just kind of just, you just go die. for the aliens or, or something. Or yeah. It's the, it's, it's, it's Join the belly the of good. A, it's the oh. belly. Of, <laughs> the tower, are a whole other story or chaos, but, um, it's either the belly of a tyrannid or, or to be uh, essentially tortured by or, a dark elf yeah. for all eternity. <laughs> Space dark elves, horrible oh people. God. Holy shit! But uh, I mean, well, yeah. Before we get to the Eldar, actually, I was thinking like, is we should I should have prefaced by saying that Warhammer Forty Thousand is known. At, well, I think what is it? Is a grim dark universe? It's the grim it's dark the universe. Grim dark. It's like the example. So it's like thinking like you know, like for example, you think like uh, what's uh, what's a game called? Um, Soul, not Soul Caliber, Dark, uh, Souls. Dark Souls, yeah. like Dark Souls, Sekiro, whatever games out there, or what's that? The the fantasy game that. Uh, that was more popular these days? Elden Ring. Elden Ring, right. It's like you see monsters like that, these t- nightmares and terrors and stuff. But imagine that in space. Yeah. But also, like, think about, like, how dark that is and how, like, crazy, grim. Like, you don't, you know you don't want to live in that universe. That's what Warhammer is like. There's always this meme about, like, people that the Star Wars fan, like, oh, I wish I was a Jedi. Oh, I wish I lived in that world. <laughs> you don't want like, you have the, the, Nar- the, the Lord of the Rings fans, like, oh, I wish I was in Middle Earth. I wish I was, like, in Gondor or some shit. And then you have the Warhammer fan, which is like, God, I, yeah, not. God, I don't want to be in the Warhammer universe. <laughs> Especially not a space marine. Not at all. <laughs> not even a, being, a, being a human <laughs> in Warhammer sucks. The best thing you can hope for is maybe be a noble somewhere. And then dying at the age of, like, 30, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> like, if you make it to 30. But, like, bro, like, it's um, it's, it's so terrible. But, like, let me just finish the the, 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 the line. So then you had, those are essentially what the Terrans are, humans. You also have normal humans as well, but we'll, we'll get into that. So that's the Terrans, essentially, which are the Imperium. Then you have the Protoss, which are the great name, by the way, <laughs> which is probably, a, uh, is like, I think, a cross between Eldar, which are space elves, in Warhammer and Necrons, which are like living robots, something like, like living that. Terminators. I'd argue it's closer to Tau. Is it closer to Tau? Oh, I mean, okay. the the, the, like highly, the way they act and stuff. highly advanced technology, pseudo spirit. It's actually much closer to Eldar. Yeah, than I think the Eldar else. are kind of like that. Because it's, it's spiritualist spiritualism and advanced technology. Because technically, all the alien races in Warhammer are adv- more advanced technology technologically than the humans. Yep. Except for like the orcs, even though the orcs the, have like, this magical power. The orcs have their own technology. Yeah, which is the the the, the power absolute, of belief, power, the, the shonen power. I believe in it. You're basically all shonen protagonists. Exactly. I can do it. Just imagine like these orcs, like Warhammer, like essentially green. <laughs> these green giants with muscles and shit and just having spiky hair and then going like I believe in the power of mind ah, you believe in the of power friendship of, <laughs> defeat the enemy through the power of friendship <laughs> oh man 
But uh, that that's how wild it is. And what we're saying is not just anything. It is what it is. Yeah. This is lore accurate. We're, we're, we've, <laughs> we've, we've recited stuff that we've seen before. <laughs> we're not making anything. No, no. You will read a book about an orc. And uh, again, when I say orc, I do like if you think about orcs from like D&D or you think orcs from like Middle Earth, like Lord of the Rings, think that. But like just bigger and stupider, <laughs> basically. But they also are in space and in no way does it look like they could be in space. It's, but they're still yeah. there. <laughs> and they're somehow a threat to all the other races yeah. in the universe. <laughs> Yet. And uh, yes, they have the power of make-believe, which essentially if they believe hard enough, it is, it, 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 it's, it it is true. true. Yes. So crazy power. But um, yeah, so that's essentially to kind of preface the, the, the main similarities, I think, for StarCraft to Warhammer. So for people who don't know Warhammer... Thing this, if you're listening so far, <laughs> I probably didn't drop it already. They, uh, this is kind of like how you would equate it if you know what StarCraft or World of Warcraft is. Um, but then, um, I guess, kind of to go forward even more, I've totally forgot my train of thought right now. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? We just kind of went on. We a just tangent. went on a, a tangent, yeah, we're tangents massive after tangents. Tangent. But, but, but uh, we're talking about the hobby itself. Yeah. So then, from there on, the it they kind of continued on throughout the years in the two thousands and whatever. And there More was even a, there was even a lull of like where suddenly the story just stopped. Like I think it was after two thousand five or seven or something or ten. The hobby's definitely Warner's definitely gotten gone up, gone up recently. in terms of because like. There was a change in management, and management recognized that what they've been doing in the past was stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I can't comment on that because I learned yeah. of this thing post that era. Yeah, same here. All I've heard of is uh, what apparently happened in the past. <laughs> if there's anyone that's intimately familiar with this stuff, do yeah. let us know. Please make um, a, give us a comment. Or yeah, something. I mean most uh, reach out. A lot of Warhammer stuff going on. They've been renewing a lot of... Models do get new... There are new models that come out on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, much to uh, much to the unfor- much to the chagrin of our wallets. They do <laughs> the wallets up the models, and families, yeah. The models do get updated. Those so hungry families, those hungry kids. The poor, <laughs> the poor kids that can't eat because... Ah, uh, gotta get those... Gotta get... I gotta get those new squats. Ah... <laughs> uh, by the way, squats, what Leo's been saying, are space dwarves. And space dwarves. they've been discontinued for over 30 They're years. They're called the Leagues of Votan. Yes, and they've Votan. been gone for 30 years or something, Basically. I think. Basically. Like, legit. And then they now came back fully in plastic. It's been a joke for the longest of time. It was, yeah. A running joke about <laughs> the return of squats. But at some point, they just decided, you know what? Here they are. Yeah, <laughs> they're back. Go. Actually, let's go over the faction. So right at this point, we since we mentioned a few of them, let's just go by one by one. So you got three main factions, three large, actually not three, but there are like the Games Workshop kind of divided them into three categories. Yeah, there's three categories. In fact, that's more yeah. accurate. So they have Imperium, you have Chaos, and then you have Xenos. Yeah. And as it sounds, Xenos, or, Xenophobia, whatever. You're aliens. Aliens. Yes, exactly. Okay, I just need to take this call. I'll let you. Uh, take it up. Continue. So yeah, so the Imperium is as you as you can imagine. Well, it's, the, it's not the good guys; it's the humans. It's the human, the human faction. Uh, th- they they occupy a large. They occupy a. L- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's a little hard to talk over <laughs> each other like that. <laughs> I don't think they can hear apologize me. Apologize. This has happened so many times. Yeah. I just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Showing off on his little phone calls again. The yeah yeah the human. Sorry, fa- you, the where human, were you? <laughs> I was talking about the human fact, the Imperium, the human faction, yes. which is, uh, which uh, occupies a large part of the galaxy. Yeah. And that is actually the most played in the actual tabletop. Too. Yeah, they do got so the it, most models. Exactly. If you know someone who plays Warhammer, there is like, what, a 50% chance or something the, yeah. that they probably <laughs> play like an Imperium faction. Yeah. An Imperium faction that sells yeah, various factions. And this includes Space Marines. Includes which Space is a Marines. huge variety. Which is the most, probably it, the most played of army in all of And 40K. it's by no accident as well. Like Games no, Workshop. by design. They're really pushing for these guys yeah. to sell it's crazy. Yeah, and that's the, why you know you can you can tell by our our tone that we get tired. And of it's it. why, <laughs> and it's why not having it's and it's why the Sisters of Battle existing is not an excuse for not having female space marines. But ah, uh, <laughs> did you mention Sisters of Battle already? No. Okay. But the point is, I, I don't want to. Well, well, the, the fact I don't want to. We, we won't get into it. Fact but, of the matter. But the, the, fa- the facts. Look, let's just talk about space the facts. marines are like a no girl zone. So yeah, it's a no for, for various reasons. There can only be guys. I look. I want to. Okay, I'm sorry, but yeah, go for it. That's what they say. <laughs> but as far as I found, there's literally one. According piece to of, the science, <laughs> there's one. There's literally one. Ex. There's one. Excerpt. It's not even. There's one excerpt from a book mm-hmm. that talks about. I think it was Malkador asking why he didn't give like female. He didn't give uh, the Primarch sisters, and the, the Emperor just dismissed it. Was like, it a short and story? Not, which one? I don't know. You can look. It I up. think I know. Which you one. can look it up. It's like there was like one excerpt about it, and it wasn't even there was no explicit acknowledgement that oh the female genome is incompatible. Nobody mentioned that. <laughs> it's just one excerpt where the Emperor just dismissed the idea. And like, my interpretation is that the Emperor never saw Space Marines as anything permanent. Yeah. He saw them the same as he saw... He, he saw they, they were basically just tools to him. Right. So, like, why would I give tools sisters? If, if anything, they're, like, unisex. Whatever. They're, like, sexless. They're, they're, they're supposed to be they, sexless. I wouldn't call them... No, well, they're, they're sexless as in they don't have sexual desires, yeah. mostly. Genitalia use, whatever. Technically not, but they're all guys. They have mm. guy names. They have guy voices. Right. Um, there's I don't know if there's any other. I'm not aware of any other. Because technically, in the lore, space marines are not meant to be reproduced. They're made. Yeah, they're so made. They're, they're, they're produced within like a geno lab. There's or all sorts like, of diegetic and non-diegetic reasons why there is and there isn't. I think mm-hmm. one of the old Games Workshop people said that they didn't want to make other molds of like women and. Back then, the, the oh, technology to I make these that. sculpts were, were weird, so it was all janky. So, so they just decided. It's out of and budget. It's out of it's something like that. <laughs> it was a log- I think he said logistics, that I forgot the exact reasons why. Okay. And I don't but think- it's that it yeah. never came up. It never came up, and because this was the eighties, mm. it was in eighties hobbies for guys. Yeah. So there were no women in eighties hobbies for guys. Yeah. But now, and the fact of the matter is, you don't have that like compared to the the number of males that play Warhammer. You don't have that many females that exact that. There are. That's there what are you many. think. That's what you think. But Games Workshop would like to change that. Of course, they the, are. The fact to. of the, the fact of the matter is, you, if you, if you're not giving up, what 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 are you giving up mm. by introducing women? Oh, nothing. In the faction, you're not giving up anything. You're just making and a you're lot making of, it more uh, inclusive. Ch- Man, child's uh, angry. And you're you're Man making children. it more inclusive. 
mm-hmm. to have giving it more giving people more freedom more more freedom of choice right you're giving them more opportunities to tell more interesting stories mm-hmm. you know what if they were completely sexless yeah what if they had feelings what if what if there was some of that mm-hmm. you're not we're not saying that there shouldn't it should only be that yeah but why are you denying the possibility to tell stories that are other than man shoots alien with bolter <laughs> anyways bolter being like this big ass gun that space marines it's use. a big gun it's a, it's a big gun that shoots like technically they're bullets the size of your hand or something <laughs> i don't know how that makes sense but it, it's, imagine it a 50 caliber is. assault rifle that's what it is <laughs> but the but the po- the what was the point that I was trying to make? The, the, I know we talked about space, space marines. marines. They're they're a bit lame, but they're really cool. Yeah, uh, the te- their tanks are really cool. Yeah, some of the some of the armor they have is really cool. They're like made to be nigh invulnerable because uh, the, they do. The, they, they, that's like, what the that's what the story portrays them out, but they're not. They're not. Yeah, they die they, like they die just like, like ants, everyone else. You know? Exactly. And then that's how deadly the universe is. They can kill. What the humanity's best yeah, thing it, is, you it's, know? It's, like, it's interesting how the entire universe, despite the fact that some, every other, if you look at the, the rules mm-hmm. for all of these models, like they, they'll, it is really cool how they describe some of these units. But then you're aware, well, they get killed like everything else. Yeah. It doesn't matter how invincible they are. They still get killed. Yeah, yeah. They can Titans die. die. <laughs> Space Marines die. There's literally a book called The Titan Death. Oh, yeah. That describes Titans being killed en masse by other Titans. Yeah. Actually, you shouldn't read that book that's right a, away because that's like, what, the 45th book of I the horror series? I, I don't know. I but you can still read it. You can still yeah. read it. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the point that that's, it's, it's really, <laughs> but I guess it was, um, but it's not, not not going off too much of a tangent. Yeah. And then you have the other, the opposite of the Space Marines. You have the Imperial Guard. Yeah. The Imperial Guard are basically just ordinary people. Mm-hmm. World War II soldiers. Oh, by the way, before we get to Imperial Guard, I just want to quickly put a, uh, before we put a lid on the Space Marines, there are, by the way, as Leo mentioned, the Horus Heresy. So before that, there were originally 20, 20 legions, right? There were supposed to be 20 of them. 20 or 21. I forgot. 20 legions. And out of those two, two were taken out because... Nobody knows why. They just disappeared. They were removed from the record. (laughs) We don't know. Maybe it's Games Workshop of telling us, hey, those could be your imagined legions. So legion being like a specific... um, What do you say? Like... A group of space marines. Yeah, so like space distinct, marines are divided up a distinct, based on genetic lines. Yeah, a distinct g, a distinct. They well, they each had their own primarchs to yeah. slash their own gene fathers. Exactly the way they like. And primarchs being like these space marine space marines, like bigger. The, what the what a space marine is to a human, a primarch is to a space. And they marine. are ex- explicitly <laughs> called demigods because yes. they are all sons of the emperor, which the, is yes. technically a god. In these yes. days, but uh, he, he'll deny it. But he, that's but a quick preface of who that is, and we should why he's so important. Right now, the, the emperor is kind of dead, so he's sort not of. that crazy. You can't actually a play little. him. He's a little dead, a little but he's, he's you can't actually play him because he's this ultimate being, essentially that existed in the thirtieth millennium, and uh, he essentially unified Earth and humanity through force, and he created. They this, say he was always there, yeah. but was never. But he was, was never called upon to intervene. Mm-hmm. But when the time came, he decided, ah, 
now would be the time to intervene. That is right. And rise and raise humanity out of their out uh, of their what like, would ignorance you call, and uh, what would you call the age of darkness? Darkness was it the age of strife? The mm. age of strife. When that's when the emperor decided, I am going to intervene <laughs> and conquered all of the earth. Yeah, and then conquered all of the galaxy. Well, tried to. And tried then, to. Unfortunately, and then the Horus Heresies happened. And half of his treasonous sons decided he wasn't good enough, and they followed Satan essentially. And they followed hell. <laughs> they followed the powers of chaos. Yeah, and chaos. gods of yeah. prim- gods born from the primordial like sins soup. of the the emotions and sins of of of, of, of mortals, people of mortal of all, beings, yeah. not just of humans. And do it, that's that's such a because we'll get to that. So we'll talk about chaos right after we finish talking about Imperium, hopefully. But um, bro, like. It's it's obviously it's there's so much that's why me and Leo were going back and forth in so many different. <laughs> there's too much to there's cover so in much one backstory episode. about all these. Maybe we'll do this. Yeah, maybe we'll continue we'll with continue another this. more specific. That actually leaves. That's actually really interesting because we've been going on for a while. Yeah, yeah. we could. We'll probably could do. Uh, We'll do like uh, we will do like specific um, like factions and stuff. Yeah, but like the, just a brief overview of the other faction. Yeah. Chaos is essentially what. It's essentially evil. Well, let's, worship. Let's finish Imperium real quick. Sorry. So yeah. Imperial Guard, normal human soldiers. Normal human soldiers. Then you have the Adeptus Mechanicus, which worship technology. And they are essentially cyber. They're cyborgs. Like, cyborgs. Sensibly that live speaking, in Mars. That lives on Mars. They're Martian cyborgs. Yeah. That's all you Religious Martian cyborgs. They love toasters. <laughs> I hate that meme at this point. Uh, you've got you people like Sisters, Sisters of, of Battles, Battle. which are yeah. nuns with guns. I don't like Literally that. Literally nuns with they're guns. They're pretty cool, I think. They are cool. They have such because they're also a recent model line that came out like no, three they, they four got years their, ago. They got their own models. They've got their own new plastic models, which yeah, are great, beautiful. You've got uh, what, what else, else are we have? missing right now? I think that's it, right? Uh, there's a few other minor factions. minor factions. Inquisition, I guess. The Inquisition, um, which is the, as uh, it sounds, are the like the Inquisition, like the Spanish they've got Inquisition. The, the Imperial Special Forces, the. Uh, the side, the Pesta Scions, oh, they're yeah, like yeah. the stormtroopers. Like they're, oh, they're as close. The, they're closer. They're 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 as close as a normal person could get to a space marine. Oh, being Imperial Knights. The Imperial Knights are basically mech pilots, but they're the also mechas. knights. Like they're they also follow knights. like they're a code of chivalry. Yeah, they follow a code of chivalry. They have like uh, what do you call those? What are Which the underlings called? The squi- they squires. Got squires. They got squires. They got They've knights. Gone, and they're all like brain, like brain-wise, they're all connected. They're connected. So if a squire, like they if, cannot physically like disobey, disobey their knight, they're unable to. Yeah. As in, like if the if the knight says stop, they stop. <laughs> they cannot disobey. They are also one of the largest models you have on the yeah. tabletop too, about aside like from Titans. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're huge. They're, they're pretty cool. They're pretty that's pricey. Why, and that's why uh, that's what makes Chaos Knights so interesting. Mm-hmm. Chaos is essentially. A corruption of humanity. Yeah, it's everything we've speaking. just mentioned, but evil, evil, evil looking at least. Yeah. yeah. So the real quick is that we'll talk about this in another episode. But they're all worshippers, or supposed to be worshippers, of the four chaos gods. There might have been more chaos gods that we don't know, but they're essentially these whatever from human or mortal emotions they've been created. Because in Warhammer, like how in Star Trek and Star Wars, you can go into light speed and stuff like that. In Warhammer, you literally cut, you cut into space and go through literal hell 
so you can cross into another cut of the universe and get to the other side of the galaxy. <laughs> I love that. Imagine that. I love that Imagine so the much. thought process of that, coming up with that. It's like, hey, how can we make space travel the most torturous and hard and dangerous thing you can possibly do? Yes. Yeah, let's go through hell. And all of the implications <laughs> that lead to is completely normal and common occurrence. Yeah. The idea of a ship going into, going into warp and then appearing... A hundred years too late. Yeah, time is also time a traveling essentially normal. Uh, a ship losing half of its crew because like half of them were corrupted. Mm-hmm. Completely normal. Yeah, a fleet losing half of its strength because it went through the warp. Mm. Completely normal. And in talking about like corruption, <laughs> war ha- like chaos. When we say chaos is the more evil of the factions, it is mainly because they evil. look evil. And when I say when I say like worshippers of Satan, I'm not kidding. Like you have guys growing four or five arms, horns, long they ass look- tongues with thorns, <laughs> five eyes, and I mean- you know throwing flames out of their nostrils. I like, mean, they literally become demons. They become <laughs> demons, and there are literally demons in the in this faction as well. Well, what's more interesting is that you don't just become a demon if you if you sometimes you go to a demon if you don't want to, and sometimes not the good kind of demon. You can become a demon for anything. Sometimes you become a <laughs> chaos spawn. Ooh. Ooh, look that up. That's really interesting. Oh, that's beautiful. What a beautiful image. <laughs> chaos spawn is really are really funny. Yes. The long and short of it is, if you fuck up, they'll turn you into a chaos spawn. Mm. And a chaos spawn is not fun to be. Like chaos <laughs> is kind of also a reason to why the Imperium is so like are they're such big assholes. It's the worst of humanity. Exactly. And they, and their fear of anyone turning to chaos is why it's such a like such a it's what makes everything so messed up. Yes, exactly. So back again. So I'll just name the four chaos gods real quick because they're kind of related to the factions. Yes. So we have Corn, as we were saying, blood for the blood god, the god yes. of blood, violence, anger, wrath, war, war <laughs> exactly, red blood. And as we say, there was a saying in, within the books all over and over, blood for the blood god, blood for the blood god, blood for the blood god. Corn does not care from whence the blood flows. And there are many that it for flows. that. <laughs> exactly. Well said. Well said. <laughs> I hope you guys heard that. But um, yeah, so that's, that's the one god. So already we're starting great. Then we have Zinch. The changer of ways, which is essentially anytime you had a thought of like backstabbing someone or you, you were curious about some sort of knowledge, you needed to uh, satiate that, you know, that that itch to know more and then imagine change Loki, your faith. Imagine Loki, but like as the, a god through the power well, of Loki ten. is a god, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the power of ten, yeah. <laughs> it's like exaggerate Loki to the extreme and then you have something and you're full of tentacles that, resemble, as well. that resembles Zinch. Yes, and that is what Zinch is. And one could say that in the story, in the lore, that Zinch is behind everything because he does not care. He does not take sides. He's the god of schemes. He schemes for the sake of scheming. Exactly. Even if it doesn't benefit him. He's the god of memory. He'll scheme. He is the god of memes to one cent. But uh, that is Zinch, yes. I think that aspect I like. He schemes because... That's what he does. That's like what <laughs> even he exists if it, for. Even if it harms him, he'll just scheme. That's it. That's it. So there you go. So that's uh, that's a god of schemes right there. So Zinch. And his name has been mispronounced so many times. There is no right pronunciation for any of these names, to be honest. But you pronounce however it's you like. It's like T-Z-E-E-N-T-C-H. Imagine that. Try spelling that, guys. Zinch. T-Z-E-E-N-T-H or something. Zench. I've heard people say Zench. But, uh, okay, so then we go to our third god, Nurgle. So Nurgle, uh, I think actually we're going also in order of eldest, even. 
I think or chronology. Nurgle is the oldest. Is Nurgle the oldest? Nurgle is the oldest. And then it's like Corn, no? Or Zinch? And I think I don't know about Doesn't Zinch. Matter. I don't know about the other two. We'll, we'll have an episode of Chaos and we'll go into that maybe. But uh, okay, so then Nurgle is actually the god of decay and. Um, He's the god of the plague. He's god plagues. of plague, of disease. Yeah, every time you have like a cold or cancer That's or something. That's the blessing shit. of Father Nurgle. <laughs> That's Grand what Nurgle Father does. Nurgle. And actually, funny thing, Nurgle is the friendliest of the gods. Apparently, he cares for you. Apparently, <laughs> he's apparently holding the god, the the the, the Eldar goddess, goddess of, of life hostage in a garden, <laughs> in a garden of filth in his garden and, and feeds plagues. her and feeds her disease just to test it out because she's just, like the god of healing, right? So she yeah. always like heals back. Yeah, so he's is, constantly trying to kill her off. Or but no, he genuinely apparently he genuinely loves her. He kill he cares, oh, <laughs> loves her, I guess, and he cares for his followers as well, like. That's what they call with, they call him Grandfather Nurgle or yes, Grandpappy. You should be thankful for the blessings of Grandfather Nurgle. Exactly. So it's very self-explanatory. He's disgusting and he is full of plagues and that's what he does. Uh, and he's also kind of like your like your symbolic version of like hopelessness and stuff like and just kind of giving up. Decay sort of uh what like, was the, what was the other word? Entropy. Yes, entropy. That kind of thing. It's kind of like rebirth, but in a more disgusting way. Like, All of these gods have different aspects to them. They can, they're, they're like extreme they aspects positive, of... They're positive and negative aspects to them that you can sort of... Exactly. You can With lean corn in corn being sense of courage, yeah. Zinj being the thir- like to be knowledgeable, yeah. smart, and then Nurgle being... You know, being stubborn and being sticking to your roots and stuff. Yeah, something like that. And then we have finally the youngest of the gods, Slanesh. Ooh. Now you guys will love her, him, they, because Them. God of Slanesh, uh, sorry, God of Slanesh. Slanesh is the god of excess, uh, sensuality, lost. Uh, lost, all sorts of wiki necky stuff you might have been feeling uh, if, in the if, corner in your yeah. dark room. That is Slanesh. Yeah. He, he, she, they have been known as the Prince of Pleasures as well, or the Dark Prince is uh, God literally created from space cells having too much sex. The excesses <laughs> of the Eldar created Slanesh. They literally fucked themselves to death <laughs> to their empire, thus creating a whole new God. They created a God because they fucked too hard. So much. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's a very light way of saying it, but if you search it, that's literally the case. We love Warhammer for this reason. It's ridiculous <laughs> in so many ways. But uh, yeah, essentially that's like the last god. And again, very self-explanatory, but in a good way, it's also a god of uh, wanting to try new things, to explore, to be, you know, curious, essentially. Um, but yeah, those are the four gods. And in terms of the game itself, the factions are represented in Chaos. As we've mentioned, Chaos Demons, which are literally demons. They're represented by each of the four Chaos gods we've mentioned. Uh, then you have... Um, what are they called? The Chaos Space Marines. Chaos Space which Marines. Which are Space Marines. But Chaos. But Chaos. So we don't have to go further than that. Uh, there are the anti-heroes, anti-bad guys or whatever to these guys, the Space Marines. Yeah. And you have other factions like the Thousand Sons, uh, Death they're Guard. All, they all count as... They all fall, they fall they all under, fall under Chaos Space Marines, right? There, you, there are human factions? So there are technically... Question mark? They're, they're under still Chaos Space Marines, unfortunately. They they're don't not have too developed. They're not... Unfortunately, they're not very developed. They do have... The Chaos Knights are a thing. Mm-hmm. The Dark Mechanicum is supposed to be a thing, but there's no models for them. Yep. There are... 
there are corrupted variants of Imperial Guard. Yeah. And whatnot. There are also renegades, mm-hmm. which are some don't even actually worship gods. No, actually. they've they just been labeled as evil because they the don't want to follow the Imperials, like you know, way of yeah, life, or exactly. they don't want to be part of that empire. Exactly. So they just because of that, they are considered heres- heretics. They're heretics, but yeah, yes, but actually no. So let's move on to the last faction or the, the last category, the Xenos. So we have let's go like this. We have orcs. Tyranids, Gene Stealers, Tau, Necrons, Eldar, Dark Eldar, or they're called Jukari, um, and then Harlequins, right? Harlequins, yeah. And there are many more. And then now we have the Leagues of Votan, yes. Space Dwarves. Technically, they count as aliens. They count as aliens for some reason. But, um, okay, let's let's go one by one. So, Orc, we've already mentioned. Very self-explanatory. They're giant orcs. Green. Big they're also green, called green violent skin. orcs that can be taken too and seriously. And they're technically mushroom men because they're actually grown. They're, they're fungi. They're grown. They grow. They don't born. So once you kill an orc, you have to make sure to burn its body. Yeah. Otherwise, they can leave spores that then, can later ingrain itself in the soil of the planet. Which makes them terrifying. Yes, and they can and grow And the more you. they grow, the larger they get. And the larger they get, the stronger they get. And the stronger they get... The more attention they get, the more attention they get, the bigger the army is. And the bigger the imagination is. And the bigger the imagination is, and the more potent it is. That's what Warhammer is, essentially. We, exactly. we, they gather so many <laughs> worshippers of Warhammer, of players and people who spend money Anything on this. is possible. Anything is possible <laughs> now. That's so funny. Because millions and millions of people are playing this. Exactly. But uh, that's essentially what orcs are. <laughs> they have the, the, the mindset of the fittest, the, what is it called, the, uh, the mindset of the, the fittest, the survival of the fittest type survival of thing? Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Well, so that, it's more of a yeah. The 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 bigger the, the better. The, the, the stronger the, the stronger you are, the harder you hit. Yeah. The 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 bigger the boss you are. They also have a Cockney accent for some reason. Yeah. If you guys know your British they're slang, fo- they're football like, hooligans. Orcs are best. They're football hooligans. They are literally football hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Then we have we main we've talked about Turnus already. The greatest yeah. danger to the, the universe. The greatest danger. They, they eat are, everything. They literally like creatures. They're like bugs, but like they're. Biological times bigger. They have biological everything. Yep. Bio ships, bio tanks, bio this, bio artillery. You see a lot of the word bio in there. Yeah, there was a lot of bio things going on. But they are such they are creatures of pure organic. They're wholly organic. Like even their tanks in the game are organic tanks. Like they're meat flesh. There's flesh cannons and shit like that. If you guys like that word, flesh cannons. That, Very nice. There's the gene stealers that fall under the Tyranids, technically. Yep. They're essentially vanguard organisms. They come yep. before the invasion. They seed the planet and prepare it for invasion. Mm. They degrade their defenses, infiltrate their societies, and destroy them from within. Exactly. They have they have sex with your humans. They corrupt And then the people. humans continue to have babies. And they have these alien babies that keep coming out. Yes. Eventually creating a whole society unbeknownst to the whole humans living on the surface and they that, will rise up at the last minute prior to the invasion that's it and they makes it easy to conceptually nom-nom. terrifying and fantastic at the same time <laughs> beautiful and they grill they look great as well the yes. models for these guys i actually want to start an army for these the for the longest time uh then we what do we have next we have uh, the aldar <laughs> the aldar the aldar fall under there's uh so space elves yeah you got the good the good elves the Eldari, mm-hmm. you've got the bad elves, the Drukari, and then you have the Harlequins, which are Harlequins, clowns. which are they're Death. they're all basic. They basically worship different gods. Yes, the Eldar basically. Dark the Eldar don't really still, worship anyone. I they, think. they they they. 
don't, but they follow the old lifestyle, mm-hmm. the lifestyle that created Slanesh. Yeah, essentially, the Eldar, just to be quick, they used to be a great empire before humanity became a thing, and then you know, like I said, they fucked themselves to death, uh, hence breaking their empire apart. And the only ones that survived are those that ended up fleeing the destruction of their empire. So they live on these gigantic planet-sized spaceships called craft worlds. Yeah. which uh, is what your army would be based <laughs> on. The yeah. So those are kind of what Leo's mentioned, like the good ones. Uh, they're more level-headed. They like to, they love, they're very spiritual. They meditate a lot. They have like a warrior cast and so on. Um, and they're, they're kind of that guy, but they, they have a big disdain for anyone that's inferior to them, which yeah. is everyone else. They're like standard elf stuff. Yeah, they're very racist, yeah. you could say. Uh, then you have the Dark Elves or the Dark Elder, Jukawi, whatever. They're basically they're, the ones that decided, you know what, fuck it, let's just keep going. Yeah, let's just keep our hedonistic <laughs> tendencies on. Like, let's fuck people to death. Let's torture them. Screwed. Let's rip their skins off. <laughs> let's have a party with their blood spoiling. We're already screwed board. anyways. Let's just keep going. <laughs> they just keep. So their idea is that they want to get, they want to go so bad that... The gods won't even bother, like, you know, essentially. Fortunately, it doesn't work out. Slade- they're still terrified of Slaanesh. Yeah, yeah. Once, actually, that's the crazy thing. Once a, a space elf dies or an Eldar dies, their soul automatically ends up being eaten by Slaanesh. Yep. So they need someone to, like, kind of... And that's why there's, like, new lore about the god of death and stuff, Yanari and all that kind of stuff, which is another faction. Or it keeps on going, huh? There's a another lot of faction. stuff. Yeah, another yeah. faction that's trying to, like, save the Eldar race and all that. Then you have the Harlequins, as we mentioned, which are, like, space clowns or, like... Their These, their idea is that they worship this god, this the god of uh, laughter. The god they worship the god of laughter, and their the the god of what was his fucking name again? Kegorak or Chegorak, Chegorath, something like that. But his point is that his his thing is that he has a plan, mm-hmm. a grand plan, a grand play that has to be played out. That had, that needs actors, that needs players. And the Harlequins are basically his troop, actors, yeah, his actors to play in his grand plan. It's just imagine Shakespeare actors, but in space. And they have <laughs> apparently they have a plan to end all chaos. Yeah, and yeah. they, the idea being that wherever they go is part of a plan, and there's there's a reason for it. One second they may be helping you, the other they may be slaughtering you. You don't know. You never know. They're very mysterious. <laughs> they're very interesting. Their models are very cool. Very cool, and they're very nimble as well because yeah. they all like flying and jumping and doing somersaults. If you like, if you like elves that dodge stuff instead of, they're actually armor, a very powerful faction too. They're very powerful. They're very strong. Very Despite mobile. Just being a bunch of very clowns. powerful weapons. Very squishy, but very cool. I love them. Very true. They could jump over buildings, imagine. Yes. But uh, yeah, so Harlequins that we talked about, I think that's pretty much all the other. There are yeah. other sub-factions. Yeah, like Corsairs are basically pirates. Pirate elves, yeah. Then last but, but not least. Going on. Then we have, uh, no, we have, no, is that Necrons are the last one? The ne- Oh, no, there's the Necrons and the, and well, there's the Necrons. To put it briefly, they're... Oh, them, yeah. How can you put Terminators? It they're basically... Space Terminators. Yeah, they're essentially they're also they're like a race of disgruntled old men or old they women. They used to be, they used to, to be a flesh. race. They, they used, used to, to be, be normal, flesh. organic beings, but they live near some kind of weird star like that reduced yeah. they reduced their lifespans. When they were given an opportunity of sending their lifespans, they took it, but then they were betrayed by their gods mm. and turned into soulless monsters, In soulless metal, metal living metal Terminators. And then they use that power to, to 
imprison their gods and shatter them. The best layman's Holy way of explaining shit. Necrons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Necrons is literally that they are space Egyptians in robot form. Yeah. They are crazy strong. They are Im- there are such cool characters as well. They have such cool stories. And recently more more and more authors are writing about them. One book being uh the Divine, what's it called? Oh, I don't know. What was it called? Shit. That's a very good book. Something in the Divine. It's just incredible the I'll things they accomplish. It. Yeah. There is a model called the Silent King. Oh, the yeah. Silent King imprisoned gods, shattered them, and are using their shards as weapons that you can use. <laughs> there are weapons, there are models in the Necron army called Shards of the Catan, yeah. which are shards of gods. Yes. It is metal and as you can, fuck. You, it is so metal. I love this universe. You can man, you can literally play these on a tabletop. It's so cool. Oh my god, you can own these models. Imagine that. The silent fucking king as All a right. model? Before <laughs> let's not get too ahead of ourselves. The god. We can talk to the him. Overall talk king about of him. Necrons. All we right, can let's talk move about on. him another time. We're gonna get too crazy about this. Uh Necrons Tau. Tau Empire. Tau, the last but not least. So Tau Empire. As close as what you can get, get to, to good guys. Yeah, and then they became bad guys because apparently the writers thought, "Hey, they're too good." Well, that's well. The, the point is still they're 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 not out strictly to the slaughter, right? They're mm. not. They just want to create a u- egalitarian. It, it's one of the few. It's one of like the morals. few people you can actually surrender to. Yeah, and then without, not die, and then not die like a horrible death or uh, something. Yeah, and they're. And all you have to do is just like be like, yeah, I, I believe in the greater good. Yeah, believe. Can, technically, they still let you play with your gods and stuff. Yeah, play along with them, and they'll let you live, and the you thing, can fight for them. Exactly, hey. you fight for them. And the thing is that okay, so the Tau, the Tau themselves being like these blue aliens, they're like five feet tall, like five foot, like five foot five or whatever. Small aliens. They have hooves. They they're called fish people as well. They don't have noses. If the if you were, if you want an image of what a Tau might actually look like, there are v- pictures and art. They're like but, small avatar aliens. Yeah, and honestly, that's a good way of saying it. They they even look. Actually, I was surprised when I saw this. If you guys know the first Avengers movie, I think, I believe, yeah, the first Avengers movie is when one of the generals of uh, Thanos comes up into Earth and he fights uh, Doctor Strange and Spider Man. If you guys know what I'm talking about, the blue dude that can float around. Oh he yeah, has, like tele- bit. telepathic yeah, powers. He does look so a that guy, bit. I would say, is the closest thing to looking like a Tau. Yeah. But essentially, Tau don't actually have telepathic powers. They they actually follow this. They actually follow like a caste system, like in India. Yep. You know, earth caste, air caste, the elements, fire caste being the fighters. They're born into roles. Exactly. They have- air caste being the flyers, and then you have the ethereal caste, which are these. Sketchy priest, leader cast that uh, everyone se- seems to just follow, no questions asked. They're just the leaders. Nobody they're questions the leaders. them. And uh, yeah, they're a very welcoming race. They're a very young race. They're very, however, very um, very idealistic, very idealistic and very naive. Yeah. because so, they don't know anything about what happened in this universe, so they're kind of going to every planet with open arms, saying like, "Hey, you guys want to join our empire?" Before they even finish their sentence, they're like killed to like nothing, you know. Because the universe is not that great. They have mechs. They have mechs. That's They're so shooty. Very shooty. Very powerful army since 9th edition. They dropped. also have a sub-faction called the Kroot. The, the Kroot. Or the uh, these bird predator-like creatures. Predators. Yeah. Very cool. Unfortunately, not very powerful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they'll, they'll expand on those more yeah. in the future. Um, the Vespids, flying bugs with guns. Uh, they technically have humans as well. 
the Govesa or the Goela. Yeah. Um, You're an auxiliary unit compared, com, composed entirely of. Uh, they also humans. have exactly. They also have AI, which actually yeah. we didn't mention because you know, oh, they didn't want to get into debt. But oh, yeah, yeah, they have literal AI because the Imperium, despite actually having technology to make AI, they think it's heresy because yeah. AI at some point during their history. You know, robots Literally ended up rebelled. fighting humans and yeah. they weren't too happy with it. So they were like, well, fuck AI. And we will now only work with human brains. And Pretty shit. much. Uh, and anything that remotely seems AI, it's not really AI, technically. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've had the discussion before, me and Leo. And But uh, yeah. And then the last faction, but not least, are the Space Dwarves, the Leagues of Votan. Which are literally just as self-explanatory. They are dwarves. They're literally dwarves. And we don't have yeah. much information other than the fact that they... don't know too much about them yet. They are technically supposed to be human. But they because they used to live in like these mining worlds yeah, that have like strong high gravity, gravity mining and they became worlds. shorter and shorter. Yeah. And, and they, have, they have a lot of human technology that Imperium used to have. They like banned out, no right? no longer have. Yeah. That's very interesting. But yeah, so all that to say, like, bro, that is Warhammer. I'm sorry, uh, we it's, went on for so long. It's a brief overview, <laughs> <laughs> brief, very brief overview. I would say I wanted to go more into like the Dark Arisen books you have. We which will is talk about that next probably time. next time. Yeah, which is essentially for people who are more interested in our, it's the role playing aspect yeah, of Warhammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy because because there are so many people in we'll D and D. We can probably get Manji into that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, think, I feel like there's something try. interesting. We'll try, probably yeah. start with D and D just because it's easier to understand concepts. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh no, we can just start with Dark Heresy. I mean, it's he's smart enough to know how D and D works. <laughs> he's smart enough. I like that. All right, well, guys, uh, thank you again, Leo, for thank, joining me today. Thank you for having me. This has been very enjoyable. No, we, we I'm sorry for all these viewers who kind of, who kind of got lost five minutes in because we just couldn't help ourselves. As soon as we start talking about anything remotely, like <laughs> hobby, Warhammer, anime, whatever it is, we, we promise just, next time it will be more focused. We we I'll make we sure that no. you have my you have my guarantee. <laughs> but I hope if you've made it to the end, hope you guys followed along. Hope you guys found some interest and you were intrigued by what we. We're talking about about Warhammer even. Uh, feel free to go ahead support games. I'm joking. Don't you don't have to support them. <laughs> but like if you do want to get into it, feel free to comment, message on YouTube. We're everywhere. Instagram, don't add us podcast and uh, Twitter as well. But uh, yeah, just let us know what you guys think. If you're a Warhammer player, if you're thinking of getting into it, or you've played miniature games before, let us know what you think about it. Let us know about a topic. Yes. Give us a topic to talk about. Yes. <laughs> that could be well, interesting. <laughs> well, with that, guys, uh, I am Shohan. And I'm Leo. And this was Don't Add Us Podcast Special Edition Warhammer. Woo! I just thought of that title right now. Nice. But all right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.